Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Graham Home here, aka Australia's original money mentor. This morning, I have a very, very special guest. Very excited. You asked for her, so we have her here. Good morning, Mrs. Home. Good morning, G. Excited and, to be here. Uh, very excited. Everybody's been. We want to hear from Beck. She's the she's the brains of the operation and the beauty. We want to pick her brain. So here you are now. Before we jump into it, we've also got Mr. Matty on the mixer. Good morning, Matty. Good morning, G. Good morning. Now, interesting. People go, wow, we haven't heard from Beck for a while unless we've seen her at a live event, et cetera. What's got you, what's got you bubbling at the moment? What did you see? What did you hear? Well, there's a number of things, actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Number one, um, on the webinar last night, we had over probably 400 people mm, mm. and there's just so much negativity. It's too good to be true. And secondly, it's just all the media, the 20% house house price drop. Mm. Yeah. Well, that is just too good to be true and you can't do that. Wah, 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 wah. Like the amount of people here that you can't do it and it's too good. And you've got, I think last night we had Carlos and Loretta and Megan and Jeremy live sharing their stories. All of our paid actors. Oh, yeah, a.k.a. our paid actors. <laughs> but we had these people on and they're sharing their stories and real information. Now, like, it's funny, 3% of people, thank you so much for sharing your story. I relate to you. I really appreciate you. 97% of people, are they paid actors? Oh, as if you can actually do. Wah, wah, wah. You're all f- broke because you're all miserable and you're looking for a fault in something. So is that what was revving you up? Because now I'm starting to get revved up. Most definitely. It's, and I can understand how people are sceptical when there's so much misinformation out there, but why don't we actually just hit them with some real data? Oh, let's do that. I like a bit of data, especially a bit of doc data. So we've got a bit of doc data as well. But you, you touched on as well, Beck, the other thing in the media, the last day or so there's been a flood of media article, clickbait, verbal diarrhea. I mean, we should give them a bib to wipe the dribble off their mouth. But 20% house price crashes is riddling the media yesterday and today. It's going gangbusters. Now, you put some data together, Beck, said you want to have a chat around and said, when do we start? If you join, well, not when we started, but a lot of people sort of knew us more prominently when we sort of started the stage stuff back in 2018 mm. and 19. With- there was a... Um- Interesting article or video actually that came out in uh, 2018. I don't know if you remember Bricks and Slaughter. F***ing Bricks and Slaughter. I'll slaughter it right now with data. Let's do that. That was So all of the so-called experts said that house prices were going to crash 40%. 40%. I mean, okay, let's have a look at that. That was a two-part expose. So we're going to pick on 60 minutes today. Okay, cool. So 2018, that came out four years ago. Now, let's look at, say, if we were working together four years ago versus Bricks and Slaughter. So in 2018, when they predicted as much as 40% house crashes, what happened, Beck? What was the data for 2018? In 2018, there was actually only a 5.1% decline, so they're only about 35% wrong. Oh, okay. Yeah, 34.9, but 35%. Absolutely f***ing incorrect. So... Mm, okay. an expert be 35% wrong and call themselves an expert? Oh, that's a good point. Who are the experts that you trust? 
well, obviously Doc. He backs yeah. all of his information up with data, but yeah, yeah, obviously Doc backs everything up with data, and he's not making outlandish forecasts that get him in the news or uh, clickbait headlines. Being independent, he's quoting the facts and using the data trends. Yet these morons out there that want to get their head on the idiot box or want you know want to get paid to do something. They're just they're forecast. I mean, even a clock's right twice a day. Some of these guys aren't right once a day, let alone once a decade. And I think the most frustrating thing is they never actually come out afterwards and say, "Hey, I was wrong." No, no. Well, I mean, they've, they've been wrong about thirty six thousand fucking times. So, but let's have a look at the data then. So they're predicting as much as forty percent house price crashes across the major capital cities. Yeah. So let's start with. Uh, Sydney, Beck. What happened for Sydney? Let, let's go four years, right? So let's say people go, oh, you can't look at last year or the year before because of COVID, Movid, or you can't look at 20 years. That's too long. Let's look at a short to mid. We'll go let's from look- 2018, which was the bricks and slaughter. Okay. Sydney's up as of today around 33%. So they were only 73% wrong. Hang on. So Sydney's up 33% over four years. Now, so it had a five or so percent drop. Mm-hmm. Right back in 2018, Australia nationally, but overall now Sydney's up. What'd you say? 33 percent, 33 percent, 33 percent for the year end, roughly. And that's with a decline this year. We've had a slight correction in settlement this year, we had five and a bit percent in 2018. You add those together, like well, if we're down eight percent in Sydney this year, we were down five percent roughly. Then that's 30 percent. Yet you're telling me. We're up about 33% by year-end over a four-year period Mm -hmm. for Sydney at the end of this year. Wow. So they're literally 73% wrong. Mm -hmm. And on the even at the moment they're coming out with a 20% prediction. In the last 35 years, we've actually, the housing market's only gone backwards three times. And it's never been more than 5%. So for the 20% to occur, it'd have to be something that's unprecedentedly happened in our history. So let's talk about that because Doc and I have pushed that a fair bit over the last year or so going, hey, in 35 years, we've had three corrections, 2008, 2011, and 2018. We've got GFC around the first two. And the last one's because APRA got involved with macro prudential regulation, if you know what the f*** that means, and said, oh, we're going to increase interest rates for investors. Australian house prices are out of control. So we had a bit of a dip. Five percent. That's a whole nother podcast. Okay. Yeah, I'm getting a bit excited. Sorry. Move on to what Melbourne's done. Well, Brisbane. Let's start with sunny Brisbane. So Brisbane up forty percent. So at the moment, the Brisbane market's up nearly forty percent over the last four years from when this article was released. That's fucking eighty percent wrong. A forty percent crash and a forty percent increase. They're fucking eighty percent wrong. Eighty percent. Experts. Experts. Legends of their own lunchbox. Hashtag morons. All right. So Melbourne, Beck, tell me about Melbourne. You got the data for Melbourne? 24%. So in this case, they're only 64% wrong. It's not as bad as Brisbane. You know, we we should actually not like pitch the truth and have like this really hard convoluted process of helping people get ahead. We should just spam clickbait and absolute verbal diarrhea. We'd get heaps more clients that were like, oh, wow, that's scary. The people I do feel really sorry for, though, are the ones that would have seen or listened to the media during this period and waited to get into the, waited to buy a home. 
Yeah, so let, well, I want to talk about that. So let's let's assume that we did wait because I had this recently. Somebody who works for us, their sister is a single mother with a couple of kids, sold her home in Brisbane off this garbage, put all her money into shitcoin. Sorry, I mean Australia coin. I mean something else that's make-believe that's unregulated and was waiting for the market to crash, to buy a new home, a bigger home at a, at a cheaper price. She's a single mum with a couple of kids. She put all her money into crypto. It's gone through the ass. She's now got no money, never going to have a deposit again unless crypto booms, and interest rates have moved a couple of a percent. So as a single mother on one income with less deposit, she'll never get back into the market in Brisbane again. Ouch. Ouch. Oof. So let's look at the data from that. So let's say a home four years ago worth half a million bucks. We're going in the middle, depending where you live. A 20% deposit would be $100,000 to get into the market. Now, they said prices were going to crash 40%, which means a $500,000 home should have crashed down to 300, really, because 20% is 100, should have dropped 200 grand. Mm -hmm. idiots. Now, where we actually are is at the end of this four-year period from Bricks and Slaughter, we're actually up 40%. So that home isn't 500 now, it's 700. Hundred thousand dollars to buy four years later, and your deposit's now not one hundred thousand. It's a hundred and forty thousand dollars you need saved at twenty percent. That is absolutely insane. Some of my, uh, well, one of my favorite quotes from the um, sixty minutes bricks and slaughter was, "Get out while you can." Imagine if you sold your home. Based on that advice, and you've could have made 20, 30, 40% in the last four years. Yeah, this really, like, this pisses me off to know. It's like people taking advice from their mates. Oh, my mate said, or mum and dad said, respectfully. But get out while you can. In inverted commas, that was a quote from the journalist. And I think one of the data scientists, get out while you can. What else did you hear in those quotes, Beck? Like, like verbatim. The slump we're currently in is more like falling off a cliff. The slump we're currently in that ended up being 5% on average nationally is more like falling off a cliff. Maybe a reverse cliff and go up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a cliff that you have to climb up. Jeez. Um, what else do we hear? So I know one of mine was, it's coming. It's not an if, but when. It's coming. It's not an if, but when. When it grew 35% after it settled 5%. Oh, yeah, it came. All our Christmases came at once. And we made a lot of money for the average family. What else do we hear, Beck? Australia is addicted to debt. Australia is addicted to debt. During a period we had the cheapest interest rates in the history of our economy, which have now obviously gone up a little bit, but we're addicted to debt. Now, I'm going to touch that addicted to debt verbal diarrhea in a minute because Australians actually have about 21, oh, sorry, $2.1 trillion, $2.1 trillion in mortgage debt. And we have about $9.7 trillion in residential property values. So LVR, loan to value ratio, it's a tiny, measly, pissy little 21.65%. So 80% of the Australian residential housing economy has no debt. None. Oh, that's a lot of unused equities. <laughs> that's a lot of fucking unused. Yeah, guys, money-mentor.com.au, Money Mentor Masterclass. 
Come along, use the discount code PODCAST1500 instead of two grand, it'll be 500 bucks. You need to understand how you can utilize your equity. If you are sitting on all of that equity right now going, the market's going to crash. What was it? Sorry, Beck, say again. The slump, what was it? The slump we're in. The slump we're currently in is more like falling off a cliff. More like falling off a cliff and get out while you can. What about, you know what my favourite? personal one? mortgage debt is Stratus. What? Stra- I, I can't even, I can't even say, it. say it, right? <laughs> Our personal mortgage debt Stratus is Ferric. stratospheric. I mean, if you want to use any more buzzwords to fucking scare the shit out of mum and dad, I mean, journalism at its finest. You know what the other one that really got me? What? This was a quote. We think, this was from an expert, a so-called expert. We think that 52,000 homes will be in mortgage default within the next 12 months. Now, I checked that data this morning. It was a roughly 2,500 to 2,800 houses per quarter. So it was about 10 or 11,000 homes were in mortgage stress and default. So and they some, were close. They were close, 10,000, <laughs> 52,000. I mean, you know, if I went to the bank and said, hey, here's all my money, can I put in a term deposit? And they go, oh, yeah, we'll give you between 10 to 52%. I'd be like, well, f- which one is it? 10% is a little bit different to 52%. So, guys, I guess I can see why Beck wanted to have this chat now and, and when we talked about this this morning and we jumped on. And as I said before, $2.1 trillion of mortgages in Australia versus $9.7 trillion of property values. Now, that's recent. That's in the last couple of months, that data from CoreLogic. So only 21% of the economy has a mortgage, which is why putting interest rates up doesn't really help us all that much. Yeah. Not everyone has debt, yeah? Now, Beck, I want to jump to, so just to clarify this again, as you said, there's only three times in the last 35 years from 1987 to 2022 when property prices have corrected, yeah? Correct, and it's never been more than 6%. So the biggest was 5.5% in 2018 because the government f***ed around with stuff. APRA got involved and interest rates for investors. So all the articles that you're seeing at the moment that the world's coming to an end and we're going to crash 20%, not sure how factual they are. Well, they're not. They're forecasts. Like I said, a clock's right twice a day. (laughs) Just that even a clock can be slow or a bit tardy. And some of these so-called experts are a bit slow and a bit tardy. Maybe their batteries are flat. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> maybe maybe they're not on daylight savings time, so they're out a good hour at least around the country. So the worst we've had is 5.5%, a couple of fours in those threes. So another interesting one, Beck, that I thought I'd touch about as well, I had a look at, so Dr. Andrew Wilson tracks the uh, daily asking prices, the median asking prices across the major capital cities. And strangely enough, it was quite interesting to me that week on week on week over the last three or four weeks, house prices, the asking price, and this is important, right? Because what people are listing a home for sale and actually getting is very important. Are they asking less and the market's correcting or are they asking more? Now, this might not sound a lot, but when people claim the market's crashing and I had a look at the data and as of last week, Sydney house prices are asking an extra $20,000 to sell and they're getting it. Auction clearance rate's really strong. Melbourne house prices are up 3,000. Brisbane up 2,000. 
Adelaide up 6,000 and our poor friends in Perth yet again, what looked like it was coming out of the doldrums, it's just stable again and it actually, they're asking a couple of thousand dollars less. So most of the major capital cities, Eastern Seaboard, are asking more each week to sell their home and they're getting good clearance rates around the 70%. And as we know, 70% is not a buyer's market anymore. It's a seller's market. People are paying what they need to pay. And these median daily asking prices, people asking more means they can get more. So if that's all happening, Beck, how can we possibly see 20% house price drops again? Well, it doesn't add up, does it? Sometimes what you hear in the media may not match the data. Yeah, and, and sometimes what you hear from your best mate who's an absolute expert that uses a Gmail account, but they're a lawyer or an architect, but they're Conveyancing the, at gmail.com. Yeah, okay. conveyancing <laughs> at gmail.com or, you know, Bob the Builder at hotmail.com. I mean, if you can't afford six to nine bucks for a domain and figure out how to get a domain, you're probably not much of a professional in any field, especially if you can't afford to engage a professional to get you a fucking domain. But I guess in summary, Beck, you you said something to me this morning and you were like, I want to talk to the people about this because, yes, debt reduction is great. We focus on reducing our debt as quickly as possible on non-deductible debt but solely for the purpose of creating equity. And I was like, yeah. And you're like, because it's substantially easier to make money than it is to save. So can you talk to that for us, please? My favourite quote from Elon Musk, who's Forbes 2020 richest man on the planet, says, making an extra 10K is easier than trying to save 10K. The sooner you understand that, the sooner your life will improve. And I don't know about you, G, but I can certainly say the easiest money I've made over the last four years is from my property growth. Yeah. I mean, we followed Doc's advice and did some investing in the Gold Coast when everyone said not to. And you bought a two-bedroom unit for 660000 literally one year and six days ago. Yeah. And it's just been valued at like nine eighty. It's gone up three hundred and twenty grand. You bought another one for eight fifty. It's just been valued at one point three five. Um Another one for 1.75. It's just been valued at 2.2. Like literally you made a million dollars in three or four transactions on the Gold Coast last year within just 12 months. Lucky I didn't listen to 60 minutes, hey? (laughs) Well, I mean, here's the thing. If you did, could you invoice them for the million dollars that you didn't make? I mean, we're talking big numbers here. If you could do that, it might keep some of them a bit more accountable. Imagine if the media had a code of conduct to be held liable and responsible for misrepresenting the facts. Well, I probably shouldn't say that. The media will be coming for me. (laughs) (laughs) This could be a bad date in time, Graham. Imagine if they were held to account on the way they portray this verbal diarrhea and the clickbait because everyone's on social media not paying to get through a firewall to read newspapers and rags and, Mm -mm. and websites anymore. Unfortunately, I can't see that happening anytime soon, but just make sure that you're listening to the right people and getting the right advice. And if you've read all the articles lately and you're really worried about the 20% decrease, maybe don't stress out so much. Yeah, we, we might do the, we'll talk about that growth from your investment portfolio there because you're right, Elon said it, Forbes, 2022, richest man on the planet Earth. He'd probably be the richest man on a different planet soon. But <laughs> Earth and Mars. You can, you can have two <laughs> titles, good on him. Um, but Making an extra 10K is easier than trying to save 10K. And sometimes people get confused and they're, I'm not picking on it, but they're, 
investing in Kanjan water or they're in Isogenics or an MLM or a marketing entity and they're in these cycles where somebody's getting rich but not them and it's not tangible. They have to keep buying product. They have to keep paying subscriptions. Yet most everyday Aussie families can go out there and buy an affordable property, even a cheap little house or unit in a regional area. They get tax deductions to help put a roof over a family's head, right? And we've got a housing crisis. We know that. How can values get down when we've got housing crisis? But people can go and get a start with a cheap, simple little investment, get tax deductions, get rental income, and then time in the market, not- Timing the market. Ah, uh, yeah, because if you were timing the market for 40% decreases, but- it went up 30 or 40. Even only... if you bought in, even if you bought at the start of 2018 and had to ride that slight decrease. That five as and of, a bit percent. Yeah, as of today, you still would be up. 35 odd percent, 40 yeah. percent in most cities. So I guess what got your goat that we're talking about here is cut out the crap. Don't worry about the verbal diarrhea in the mainstream media. They're only going to produce sad news clickbait stories. We don't hear. Actually, let's touch on this very quickly. Most people in our community know Megan and Jeremy. Mm -hmm. They had, I think it was 22 articles published on them, on their success story of being $37,000 in unsecured debt in 2016. And in 2019, they shared stage with me at National Achievers Congress with uh, Success Reese, Grant Cardone, Gary V, some amazing people. And- there was journalists in the room and I had 22 articles published on them because they went from $37,000 of unsecured debt up to six properties netting $80,000 a year after expenses, cash flow positive, mm-hmm. in just three years. Now, they you told me they had a call from a journalist the other day and they booked appointments. There was photographers coming in. Yeah, the paid actors got caught up by the, <laughs> the paid <laughs> got actors. caught up by the media again. Yeah, the paid actors. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was all organised for everyone to go over to the house and interview them. Um, but they rang them first with, I guess, the prelim questions. And you must be so worried about interest rates going up and everything that's going on with all of your properties at the moment. And what was their answer? Not at all. Okay. What other questions did they ask? I think what one of them was, oh, are you extremely worried about not having a tenant? And have you not had a tenant much over the last few years since 2016? <laughs> and their answer was, no, the longest we've not had a tenant's a day or two. and Also uh, massive housing shortage. People yeah. Our screaming rent. for places to live. I know one of their properties was four eighty a week to rent just two years ago and today it's $6.35. Now, we have a housing crisis. I understand if you're listening to this in your rent and you think bloody landlords. Landlords have to have all the risk. They had to save the deposit. They have to take on the risk. They have to fix it and do all the repairs, all the maintenance when you break shit, Right. And you get a roof over your head for your family. They're providing a service. They're entitled to make some money out of risking millions of dollars of debt against their name. So, yeah, I think that sums it up for me. Yeah. The when article the, was cancelled, obviously, because they weren't really feeding into. Oh, so we don't want a good news story. <laughs> the story in the media. that they wanted. Yeah. yeah. But I think people would rather read that shit. People would rather hear a story of how a young couple from Western Sydney that drive forklifts now have 10 properties in six years. That would motivate me. If they want to hear stuff like that, they better keep tuning in to us. Yeah, well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to, uh, yeah, I guess the problem you'll find, ladies and gents, is if you hang around Beck and I too long, we will absolutely smother you with positivity, data, and facts because anything outside of that, whatever your mate says, 
look, your family's advice comes from a loving place. It comes from the heart. They're just not educated. And here's a really good test for you. Ask 10 people if you should invest in property. And if nine of them tell you not to do it, you should absolutely freaking do it. Or maybe ask them how many properties they've got to before they're Well, first ask if you should. Giving you advice. Oh, I heard the market's going to crash 20%. Do you think I should look at investing right now? Then when they say no, ask them how many properties they have. And I bet you the one in 10, if one at all, says yes, has multiple properties. There we have it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for your time as always. And we will absolutely make sure we get Beck back more often and more frequently so you can pick her beautiful brain. Have a great week, ladies and gentlemen. So if you need help or you need to find out more, go to money-mentor.com.au and use the discount code PODCAST1500. So instead of $19.97 for a weekend full of experts, economists, financial planners, accountants, asset finance, you name it, then go to money-mentor.com.au, use the discount code PODCAST1500 and it'll drop it from $19.97 to just $4.97. That's $19.97 to just $4.97.